It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's good, y'all? Welcome into Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. I'm Harrison Sanford, and it's been a minute. It's been a very long time since we got behind the microphone. A lot has happened uh, over the course of the past, what, week and a half, two weeks? There was an Mm all-star weekend. Uh, Danny and I linked up for the trading deadline special over on Stadium Network. It was a lot going on, but before we get into all those things, I want to let you guys know you can find us on Instagram at Inside Green Room and on Twitter at Green, Green Room Inside. We ask that you subscribe, rate, and review, especially as we have now moved on to our new partners, Odyssey. Uh, so make sure you guys check in with us on a weekly basis. We'll be keeping the pod going. Thanks to our partners at Odyssey and looking forward to seeing how this partnership will grow over the course of time. And part of that Odyssey partnership is one Danny Green making calls in sure. to various radio stations across the country talking about a number of teams. And he made some comments about Clay Thompson that caught the internet's attention. We'll get to that in a moment. A lot has been going on. But first and foremost, let's just get an update <coughs> from my homie. Danny, how's it been, my friend? Uh, it's been all right, what man. You know, I can't, I can't, it has been a minute. Um, can't complain, man. Things are going well. The little one's growing. Um, you know, obviously, Miss Hooping. Can't act like I don't. I can't lie. Watching it, it's back. Obviously, also our weekend, I really don't care about too much or watching it, but... Uh, when basketball is not around, you miss it. When it is around, you miss it. When you're not a part of it. So I do miss hooping, but said I'm enjoying uh, being with my little one and, and just working out right now and just staying staying ready for when a team calls a vet, you know? And yeah, you, what's sure. going on with you, brother? What's going on with you? And what's new? For sure. I, I'm, I'm sure you're looking forward to that. And obviously, we are uh, always optimistic about that, especially as playoff time uh, nears. And for me, it's been busy, bro. I, you guys might have not seen it, but Danny and I did a show on Stadium Network. Uh, uh, what was that? February 8th, the NBA trading deadline. A lot of fun. So I've seen Danny recently in Chicago. We haven't done the pod in a while. Before I was in Chicago, Danny, I was in St. Lucia, which was like a week or a couple of days before I was in Guatemala City with the homies. So Ooh, uh, boy, it's, living been it up. Go- it's been a lot going on. And I tell you, here's the problem now, Danny. Here's the problem. Now that I've come back to New York to work, I ain't going to hold you. Brother don't feel like working. It's hard, especially, especially when there was no basketball. I was like, yeah, no. man. like just imagine you used to moving around your whole life. You're traveling the last couple months, and now you got to sit in one spot. Imagine doing that for 20 years of your life, and now you're just sitting at you know, sitting around in one spot. It's, it can get you, it's a weird adjustment, weird, a adjustment, weird adjustment, definitely weird adjustment for sure. Uh, and it did, uh, and obviously, it didn't help that there was no basketball. I come back to no basketball. Yeah. What am I supposed to watch? I finished yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon Prime like this. I was looking for things to do. I know Man, you and your it? damn snaps, bro. You gotta. You cannot <laughs> snap into the camera when you snap like that. So we gotta. That's another. Yo, that's another yeah, thing. We gotta teach it, Harrison at 37 years old. We gotta teach him how to snap his fingers because he does not know snapping the right way. He snaps the other way. No, there is there is no oh. right way to snap. There is there no is. right way to snap. There is only a right sound that you're supposed to, supposed to produce That's, when you snap. You sound like a and kindergarten so those, teacher. 
saying, I hope the there's no dumb questions. <laughs> Hold on. Before we get to our basketball stuff, let me let the audience know this is how it sounds when I snap. That it is sounds a fine. great. That is a great snap. That is it's a decent. prime snap. All star Hall of Fame level snap. The problem is You're not the result right when there, I sir. snap to get that sound is this, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to. Yeah, like, there are there are no dumb questions. There are no dumb questions out there. There's no right way to snap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's no right way to snap, bro. I'm supposed yeah. to produce the sound, right. and that's what I do. Moving I along. Can't do that. Moving along. No basketballs <laughs> happening. You're back yeah. now. Basketball's back yeah. now. So let's All talk right, some yeah, basketball. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about All Star Weekend. Not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but you were there for briefly. Briefly, I watched some of it briefly. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some fixes that need to happen with the All Star game. Real quick, in a real quick, uh, what would you do to change everything that happened in Indianapolis going forward? The dunk contest, I wouldn't do it unless you had some real candidates involved. Mm. Uh, that really just takes upon some young guys really want to go out there and say, you know what, let's let's make this a, a weekend. At least the competitions can be real because you, you could get hurt, but you're less likely to get hurt doing dunks and shooting three pointers. You know what I'm saying? Or a skills challenge, more likely to get hurt in the game. So I understand why they're not playing in the game as hard. But, you know what I'm saying, all it takes is, you know, guys to seriously talk about it, All-Stars, and have a scrimmage before the game and be like, let's, let's really, you know, make a, a good second half or let's play, you know, the first quarter series. I'm uh, going to see what 400 points I think it was in, in yeah. total uh, be scored. Nobody cares to watch that, you know. But, you know, it's a break. It's a break for them. Or is it, some people say canceling the All-Star game or adding more yeah, to I mean, a two-on-two yeah, two yeah, tournament, I mean, a one-on-one yeah. tournament. Yes. There's a lot of things they're talking about adding. Um, you can add some things, you can subtract some things, but ultimately, you got to find a group that wants to turn it around, and that starts with the the faces, the younger faces of the NBA right now. Yeah, that 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 starts with them, and it's going to be harder, obviously, because they grew up in a world where they knew each other from a very young age. Rivalries, as we used to know them, are going to be very hard uh, yeah. to exist. With that yeah. being said. Um, if I was to change All-Star Weekend, number one, we don't have to do the dunk competition no more. We really don't. I mean, I just don't know if you're ever going to see that innovative of a dunk. And if there is that one, I, if it doesn't come from an All-Star, frankly, not a lot of people are going to care because all the dunks have been done before. For like, sure. And I had this argument earlier. There are some creative ones, and it's not about the dunk. It's about who's dunking the ball and how high they're jumping, how impressive they do the dunk. You have a John Morant, who's a smaller guard that's doing these type of dunks. You're impressive at how high he jumps. You have Zion doing some of these dunks. You have Anthony Edwards doing some of these dunks. It's a lot more impressive coming from them. Blake wasn't the first person to jump over a car or jump over something. But when they see him do it, oh, it's yep. Blake Griffin. You know what I'm saying? Give him a Kia dealership. You give him a Kia sponsorship. You know, so all it takes is for the right people to do the right dunks. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. So that would be my number one. And number two, and I don't understand all the hate people uh, gave me for this or have towards this idea. Make the all-star game east-west still and then make home court advantage in the finals on the line. Uh, I don't know if you that gets you. Yeah. If you don't play, no, no, Danny, that is one those, way people for sure, are but Some of those guys hard. know they're not going to be in the finals, so they don't care. So, only, well, then you don't that's play. two guys from each team. <laughs> they, wasn't playing, they wasn't playing anyway. If you put it like this, if you're in the Eastern, Danny, if you're in the Eastern Conference right now, right? Mm -hmm. How many All Stars would have played hard if they knew they could have gotten home court advantage? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, mm -hmm. Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, uh, 
Tyrese Halliburton. That's already yeah. five guys right there off the Tyrese top. Tyrese Halliburton of not making the finals. Giannis maybe. No, but 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 that's not. It's not if he will make the finals. But Dame, yeah. But if he was, yeah, Dame and Giannis. So that's 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 seven. Just think. You about said it. they get home court in the finals. You said yes. So that's Tyrese Halliburton oh, is not making the finals. What, what about what about what about? Oh my bad, Donovan Mitchell. So that's eight. That's eight guys who Maybe. would have said, I feel like I can get to the finals. And if I get to the finals, I want the number one seed. I want home court advantage. There's, so that's eight guys on the team that would have balled hard. No, Cleveland knows they're not making the finals this year. So stop it. Stop it's the then. Knicks, the that's Bucks. They're not going to play. The as Knicks, if the it's Bucks, and Philly. I, I, see, I don't see him putting his body on the line. Anybody from those teams that are not contenders. That's like saying but that's New Orleans. Play, but then, Zion's an all-star players. game. He's gonna put his body in line. Zion's not gonna do that. Bruh, he knows he's not making the finals. Hold on. We got the Clippers and Denver out west. Maybe two other young teams were Minnesota and OKC, but they don't Bruh, have a bunch of all-stars. And then the on the whole, east, the you have Boston. the Bucks and Boston, really. Right, hold on. Outside of that, and you got the young sorry, guys, Tyrese. I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm going over the roster. This is we were supposed to move faster, but you're not. I, I don't think you're validating my opinion here. I validate some Giannis, of those things. Hold on. Giannis, Donovan going Mitchell going to, uh, is not Giannis, gonna... Bam. Okay. Giannis, Bam. Bam, Damian no. Lillard. Miami's Jason not Tatum, making the finals. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell. No. Was that eight? That's take eight, out. right? Oh, Joe, Joe, my bad. Let's say if, if Julius Randle was playing because he was an all-star, he would have played hard. Joel Embiid, if he was Joel Embiid, if he was an all-star and he was able to be there, he would have played no, hard. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I, I don't care what why the circumstances. Would it, I don't think Joel is going to risk himself getting hurt to play an all-star game, regardless if he's making home court. He will play. He might play. He might play at the end of the game. Like, all right, I need to score. We need to win. Um, but the, some of the teams, That's some all of those we teams, want. we want competitive pockets of a game. Some of those teams They're are not, not making the finals, and they know the that. Game. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Man, you on, put up bro. there making the You're finals not are real. not happening. I don't know who else you had on that that list that you said would make. You're the finals. not being real. You're not being you real, son. They would play who? hard, and and if they and if they and if they dared, <laughs> if they dared, if they dared not to play hard with home court advantage in the finals on the line, they would get eviscerated on social media. So you live with I, your you live with your lack of effort. Yeah, I I just don't see it happening, bro. I don't think that rule is going to change it. It's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. I don't They'll think they care that much. They're too scared to do it. That's the problem. The league, because there's no league that can't do that. You can't penalize one team they did on it, the basis they did of it. other teams. They did doing. it in major league. They did it in major league baseball. That's uh, baseball. There's going to be a lot of. I'm saying. There's going to be a, that a lot. Make, of, that would make them play hard because I'm not trying to watch that. Even though the ratings were up, that's I'm not trying to watch know that. that again. No, the ratings. Nobody were is. The ratings went up. No, what is it? What right, is uh, it when they uh, when a team sends in a call and they try to what's the name of the game? Portland did it earlier in the year, uh, not early in the year. They did it recently. They tried to what? Uh, protest. They're gonna be. They're protest gonna protest. The they're gonna protest again. There's no team. Denver says, "Oh, we have one. <laughs> no, they gotta we gotta take to the. It. We can't get home court, even though we're number one seed in the league. We are not. Yeah, they're gonna protest that, and they're gonna win. You should have. You should have valued the All Star game." As an NBA player, this is you've worked your whole life to be an all-star. You've worked your whole life to be considered one of the top 24 players in the world. Why wouldn't you want to display all the talents that you've worked for, that you've sacrificed your life for, to show the world just how great you are? 
because it doesn't count against the record. What, what now, the fuck? That's one thing you can do. You can put it against the record. All right, you guys make a loss. The teams that lose get a loss on the record. The teams that win get a win on the record. But there that but that doesn't make it that doesn't work though because it's east west. It is it's all the same. Uh, now if you yeah. had mixed if you had mixed mass rosters, but now you can't do all that. That's I'm saying weird. every team in the east they get a, a advantage of winning, having home court advantage on the west. I'm saying like Oh, the one game, everybody thing. gets the one game. You get the one game oh, loss. Now you have better not, chance of getting not, the top oh, so record in the league. Now, so so you're not saying automatic home court in the finals, but you get no, you get you a get better a, chance of getting home. You court get a better chance. Okay. you know what, Danny? Maybe on to something. Come up with a night. You got a middle. Maybe on to something. They're not taking it serious. It doesn't go against their record. So what's the point? You can't make also value all star weekend wide. Doesn't go. It doesn't count for anything. It's like valuing preseason. Uh, these stats don't yeah. count toward anything. These wins don't count toward anything. So why okay. would I value it? But so, but you're saying, but okay, how about this? So you're saying this almost, but it's almost like a tiebreaker when you get to the finals. I, yeah, I guess if, so, if, yeah. They, if they have if they have even if they have even records going into the finals, gives you that half a game. That also, got yep. that. Okay, okay. You know what? You we might be onto something. Maybe. It might I might not get enough players playing hard, but it might get some. End of the day, All Star Weekend is washed, man. It ain't the same. I don't know if it'll be fixed or get back to it. All the ideas we have and throw out there, I don't think it fixes mm-hmm. it, man. So, but we'll see. I would love to see some of these young guys do better in the dunk contest and the game get back to where it was, where the fans love to watch these guys compete against each other. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, we we spent a lot a lot longer on that than we we're supposed to. Uh, let's mm-hmm. be real quick here on Clay Thompson now coming off the bench apparently for the Golden mm-hmm. State Warriors. Uh, I think this could be a good thing. I know there's a lot of positive momentum with the Golden State Warriors as a whole right now, even though they're in a play-in spot. Uh, what are your thoughts on the things happening with the Golden State Warriors? Uh, they have been winning. Um, it could be a good thing. I mean, anything could always be good. It could also be bad. Um, I could see a disgruntled star um, happening if things don't continue to to shift in his favor. He played a great game one off the bench. Game two, not so much. CP coming back may help him and may facilitate more shots for him and, and controlling the ball handling and tempo off that second group. Them two in the second unit is a tough for second unit teams to match up against. Um, yeah. But said all in all, I think he wants to start. He wants to play. And I think he's going to try to earn that right because also said they're a good team, but they're not a great team. They're already losing. So when you're sitting your guy, your star on a team that's not a winning team, they've been winning lately. Um, it hits the pride a little bit differently. And the guys that you're playing in front of him aren't. The, I get Steph Curry starting. I get Draymond Green starting. I get Kaminga starting. Those other two positions are really up in the air. It could be anybody. So it could be mm. Clay, Pazimski. It could be Wiggins because those other guys aren't playing that much better than Clay. Some nights they are. Some nights they aren't. It could be, you know, varied. So, But if Clay picks his game up, he's going to want to start regardless of how well it happens off the bench. Contract mm-hmm. year, he wants to get paid. He's seen Draymond get paid last summer. He's going to want to do the same. Yeah, that's just how it goes. Uh, it's an interesting uh, <coughs> dynamic when you start to consider guys who uh, come off the bench uh, for the betterment of the team or some guys might see it as a demotion. Our, uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on Jordan Poole going to the bench. Your legacy is definitely not what you think it is, my friend. Uh, with that being <laughs> said, uh, you played for the Spurs, obviously, mm-hmm. and – you famously started in front of Manu Ginobili, which is, you know, we all consider Manu Ginobili by Manu's choice. Yeah, <laughs> by pop <laughs> yeah. choice and Manu's choice. Yeah. It wasn't like I was better than Manu. It was 
it was better for our team and better for Manu to come off the bench. He had just had, I mean, he was getting older and he had a couple of hamstring injuries and it was better for him. We started off minute restriction that way and for him to finish the games, it was better for him to come off the bench. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, the strategy as a coach sometimes too, I guess could be like, we would rather be, if we could put Manu out there to start the game, but we don't want to have this high, high peak to be, to begin a game and then dissipate because yeah. we don't have also, uh, a sustained let, level of greatness on the court. For at sure. Once. It also split up the, the, the talent. Like you, you gotta think about like Malik Monk, you could start him with Darren Fox, but why would you, you want to have him have his own time at times and Darren have his own time at times. So they kind of, and then they'll share the floor sometimes, but for them to get in the rhythm, and to get in a flow, they have the court to themselves where they're the primary ball handler on the court. So when Tony was out, Manu would come in and he would also be a primary. They could play the, they could share the floor the same, but Tony would be the primary ball handler and get his stuff off and you know, in the paint and, and be able to do more pick and rolls. And then Manu would come in and then he would you know work. And then eventually they would be on the court at the same times. But they had their time at some point. They didn't share the floor the whole game um, to where you know they had to split time. And, and that's why it's so impressive to see what the Clippers are doing. Mm, mm. Yeah, we'll talk about the Clippers. But the Russ day. had to go to bench for that. You know, Russ had to go to bench and Norm. Norm exactly. Russ and Norm with the bench. So that made sense so they can balance out who's on the ball, who's not on the ball. Yeah. You can't have as, as dynamic as Norman Powell could be. Or you as can't have Russ and Norm and have... James and Kawhi and PG. Like, you can't have all those guys. There's only one basketball. They got to share the time in some, some way, shape, or form. got to split time with the pick and roll situation. For sure. All right, when we come back, uh, we won't talk about the Clippers, but we'll talk about another team that is highly ranked uh, in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the MVP race. Be right back after the break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good? We're back with more Inside sure, the Green Room. Sure. Harrison Sanford, Danny Green. You guys already know the vibes. Uh, let's talk about the MVP race. It's all the chatter now with roughly 30 games or so left in the NBA season. Uh, the race is definitely going to heat up. We've heard some uh, rumblings and some real campaigning for Jason Tatum to get into the mix. Uh, Nikola Jokic is obviously in the mix and right now the betting favorite. You have guys like Shea Gildress-Alexander and Luka Doncic who are also up uh, for nomination. There was a quiet storm building for Kawhi Leonard, but that's kind of tapered down. And obviously Joel Embiid is out of the race because he will not meet the game requirement. I already know who I'm voting for. Uh, I'll let you go first though, Danny. SGA, man. Shea has been killing, bro. To have a team that didn't make the playoffs to possibly be in number one seed in the NBA or in the West is unbelievable. And you got to put take that into account. I don't care how young he is or how young that group is. But to lead a team like that to be in the top in the Western Conference, which nobody could predict it, 
last year, beginning of this year, five years, nobody's seen this coming. So you have to give him, you know, some credit and give, you know, where credit is due. Give him his flowers now. I totally understand that. I do believe the Oklahoma City Thunder deserve an award at the end of the year. I think that should be coach of the year for Mark Dagnall. He's done a great job with that young team to be able to facilitate an offense and a defense that is really impactful on both sides of the court. I think he should easily, easily win coach of the year. When it comes to MVP, Danny, I'm going with Luka Doncic. He leads the NBA. Well, so, so for me, when it comes to MVP, I take it literally. Who is mm. the most valuable player to their team? And there mm -hmm. is no argument for any other player in the NBA that they're more valuable than Luka Doncic. How, if I wanted to judge valuability to a team, I'd judge it by how many minutes you play. Luka Doncic leads the NBA in minutes played. I would judge it by your usage rate. How often are you being used when you're out there on the court? Luka Doncic leads the NBA in usage rate. Well, then you could also go to stats. Who leads the NBA in scoring per game? Luka Doncic. And let's keep it a buck. As great as Shea Gildas-Alexander is, and he's great, who's a better basketball player, Luka Doncic or Shea Gildas-Alexander? The answer is pretty easy to me, Luka Doncic. So Luka Doncic is the most valuable player in the NBA, and I don't really understand why there really has to be a debate about it. The stats are pretty clear. Yeah, but that's why winning has to come into play because if they're well, if, they're, they're a top a six of, team in a ridiculously hard conference right now, they're top six. They could end up in the playing game. For all okay, we know. okay. So let me ask you a question: What seed? So do you agree with my estimation that Luka Doncic is better than Shea Gilgeous Alexander? As a one to one, as an overall player, yes. Right now, yes. Oh, of course. Okay. All right. And I already said he's he's leading the NBA in minutes, leading the NBA in usage, and he's leading the NBA in scoring per game. That screams value valuability. For sure. Does but it if not? You're, if you're not in the playoffs, then how valuable are you? Okay. All right. So okay. So if or if you're at the bottom, if you're at the bottom, you have to be a top four seed to me. You have to be a top four seed. Okay. Then we give. Right. Then we take so away if he some gets, MVPs if he gets top from Kobe Bean Bryant. Huh. We took MVPs away from Kobe Bean Bryant, right? Because of where he, he sat in the For West. For sure. I, I totally understand this. I understand the sentiment. You have to have a certain level of winning. Totally understand. <clears throat> but what seed does he have to – he has everything else. So what seed does he four. have to – Just top four. So if he's a top four seed and OKC is the number one seed, you're still giving it – who are you giving if it his, to? If his numbers are where they are and he's at the three or four seed at the end of this year, I would give it to him. Over a shame. I think Shea is my MVP. The OKC is number one. Sure. Uh, winning has to well, do they're number, with well, well, they're number two. Minnesota's number If they're one. number one, it's a tough argument. Between him and Luka, if Luka's, Luka's going to have to climb the charts to get to three to make it like, all right, if he's four and, and, and Shai is one, I'm going with Shai. You know, Shea, Shea, is, Shea is killing, man. Shea is doing it. And OKC mm. is rolling. So it's For like sure. winning matters. Winning plays a big part to me when it comes to that. And obviously the most valued player is not always the – best team because you argue you know Giannis or Joel uh, Jokic they have a really good team Campilla was a really good team but he's built his team up around him um, mm -hmm. and maybe his usage rate is not as high because they beat teams a little bit better than Luka does Luka's record they lose most games or in closer games so he has to play more minutes and his usage rate is a lot higher um, so yeah a lot of those I, things now, that's not play. Luka's fault I'm, I'm just saying, if you use yeah. Jokic as much, numbers might be crazier. If they were in closer yeah, games. They, 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 <laughs> totally right. 
Totally right. So, You're totally right. You're totally right for that. I mean, obviously, the, 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 the way you judge MVP is obviously up to every individual voter, and that's what could make it so complex. And, but for me, uh, I like the idea of taking a guy who's a better, the, probably the best, well, no, well, Jokic is the best player, but nah, it's tough. But at the, as his stats stand, he is literally the most valuable player at, if I went by the stats. But yes, you have to qualify winning into the equation. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's talk about a team that has been struggling to win. The Milwaukee Bucks, 3-7 and seven, since Doc Rivers has become the coach. And while their defense has gotten better... Their offense has continued to struggle here uh, as they went into the All-Star break. We'll see how they uh, play uh, coming out of the All-Star break, but the offense has really uh, hit some bad moves here recently. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Milwaukee Bucks? As a matter of fact, don't even give me your uh, – yes, give me your thoughts, but more – let's start it with this. Give me your bold prediction for the Milwaukee Bucks' second half of the season. Uh, I think they do fairly decently. They're going to – I mean, say the nah, only way nah, is up. No, 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 no. I don't want to say the only way is up. It's not the only way is up because. But not letting this slide. But not. Let, I'm not letting this slide. Your bold prediction for the Milwaukee Bucks. They not probably, your prediction. Uh, no, your bold. I'm giving you prediction. both. I'm giving you both. Okay. I'm saying they're going to do better than what they have been their first ten games, which okay. is not saying a lot. That's, that's, I still think yeah, they're going to be a 500. That. They're probably going to be 500 for the rest of the the season. Which probably let them be at four. They probably be in four, maybe five seed. Probably they could possibly get to three, but I see them as a four or five seed, winning the first round and probably losing the second round. Honestly. Mm, okay. Well, five be five. Saying they're gonna be a five hundred team for the rest of the season is kind of a bold prediction, uh, because they're not supposed to be a five hundred team for that span of for the span of thirty games. With that they're being said, they do. Yeah. With that being said, they do have a top three. Uh, toughest strength of schedule for the remainder of the season. So that's going to be a big time factor. Conversely, I don't, we're not going to talk about them too much, but the Minnesota Timberwolves have seven straight home games uh, before they finish out the rest of this, as they start the second half of the season. And then they have uh, 10 more home games, 10 more road games after that. So they have a chance to really push themselves ahead of the pack in the Western conference, but going back to the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, I, I, I I'm, I'm with you, Danny. I just, the, Whatever issues they had defensively, uh, obviously the roster is the roster. They can't do nothing about it. Yes, you could try and work with some other schemes, but at the end of the day, they're not going to be where they were last year with no Drew Holiday and really not a premier perimeter defender. Um, the offense, I and yes, the offense has gotten worse and the defense got better, and I think that's just because they've changed, changed the pace under Doc. I don't think – or changed their structure under Doc, but I don't think it's going to be really anything that really matters. At the end of the day – I just don't think they have enough. And I don't think Giannis is that skilled enough, honestly, for them to You don't break think through. they have enough and then with the group no. they have, they, not this year, but maybe if they had in a year to adjust, they still don't have enough unless they make changes. Oh, no, maybe, 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 maybe next year. Maybe next year. And I'm not saying Giannis is not a great player. He is. But I just mm -hmm. think 
he's not he's not good enough as a closer, which makes you rely on Dame Lillard. And Dame has not looked like Dame all season long. And they so don't have a year, perimeter defender. Enough. This year, this is year not is not enough. No. But I'm saying, even if they had the same group for next year, do you think it's enough? No. No, you said no, 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 without, no, no, they need a, no, no, no. So they need a perimeter no. defender. Who's gonna guard? Who's gonna guard Tatum and Brown? Who's gonna guard Brunson? Who's gonna well, guard Maxi? They really who's gonna guard Tyrese Halliburton. For sure, they did. They do need some more wings. They do need three and D guys. They did recently. I think they signed Gallo. I mean, I don't. He's not a defender, That's but he can help the yeah, scoring. Yeah, he's a bigger body. He, I don't know if they're ever gonna use him. They're not guarding nobody, bro. Yeah, I don't they're know. Not who gonna, they're, they're gonna get chewed up by every. Every team in the Eastern Conference, which I, I think is going to – I know everybody talks about the West. Then the Eastern Conference is going to be fascinating because I think any team could come out of the first round and any team could lose in the first round, maybe outside of the Celtics. But there's so much dynamic guard power in the East. Jalen mm -hmm. Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, mess around and get a high seed, and all of a sudden you're playing against Trey Young, and Trey Young starts dicing him up in the pick-and-roll game. Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton. So like, and you know, Indiana's they got some, they got some, the there's some guards in the East that will mix them up. And all mm -hmm. you need is one to two solid paint presences. So that Giannis doesn't have a, doesn't average 40 for the series. And all of a sudden you got, you got yourself a little competition. It's going to be interesting, bro. It's going to be ah, interesting. Ah, boy. <laughs> and, and let's say this. If the Milwaukee Bucks fall short of expectation, which I still think for the most part that everybody expects them to be in the Eastern Conference Finals and lose or lose a competitive series to the Boston Celtics at the least, that is the that is the bare minimum of where they're supposed to go. If they don't even get to that part, Danny, there's going to be a lot of people under fire. Obviously, Damian <laughs> Lillard. Uh, for all the everything that's kind of happened, uh, but maybe Giannis will get some heat because. But Mike Budenholzer is no longer the coach, and the Adrian Griffin is no longer the coach. He, but he's won the championship already, and he's been a Finals MVP and a League MVP. So he might get a little heat, but they might let him go. One person, for sure, without a shadow of the doubt, who's going to get the flames, all the Twitter, or the Twitter attention, is one Doc Rivers. Yeah, but what and, can you do? We know that's going to happen, but you can't fire him. You just hired him. <laughs> Get all that's the fire. Like, wants, check yeah, check is still going cash. Yeah, check is still going cash. He ain't going nowhere. You get all the fire he wants on social media. He ain't getting no fire in his organization because he's staying hired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, if you guys you guys haven't been under a rock, you still gravitate to any NBA news that was happening during the All Star break. Uh, there was this whole big controversy because Doc Rivers has somehow made a habit uh, recently to doing some interviews where he's kind of indicated. Uh, the reasons for why his teams might have failed. And he also pointed out that he was a believer in Shea Gilgis Alexander and told Kawhi that maybe we don't need to do all these things uh, leading to Shea Gilgis Alexander being traded away in the Paul George deal. He's had a lot of quotes and the internet has striked back, particularly after JJ Reddick made a comment about Doc Rivers, uh, basically saying he's tired of Doc Rivers making all the excuses and never holding himself accountable, which led to a clapback from his son, Doc Rivers' son, Austin Rivers, on NBA Today, basically saying that, like, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, my Pat pops will make your career. Patrick Beverly chimed in, uh, basically saying that J.J. Reddick's career was made by Doc Rivers and that he should have sat 
uh, JJ Reddick in the playoffs against James Harden because James Harden was frying him. And then JJ Reddick clapped back with the actual stats and analytics from that series, which showed that JJ Reddick actually did do a good job guarding James Harden. It's been a lot going on. With that being said, uh, your thoughts on one Doc Rivers and all of the controversy surrounding him and his excuse making. I mean, it comes with the territory. I did a quote unquote. There you go. Yeah, for those who can't see. But I mean, it comes with the territory. You know what's going to happen. When you come into a team midseason, which he said, and when you're Doc Rivers, who's been on multiple teams and they've been fired for different reasons, it's going to come with the territory. You know, people are looking for reasons to why are you hiring this guy? Why is he continuing getting jobs? They're going to come up with the, you know, and the archives of the accountability statements of which he supposedly lacked thereof um, in the past. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure he's knows he knows it was coming. Everybody else around him knew it was coming. So they have to win games or unless he's going to they're going to continue to happen. But for him, I mean, he's sure he's not, he's not bothered by it. He don't care. So he, he's got there with midseason with the expectation of not really much of an expectation because they signed him for four years. Four, he knows they could fire him, but that wouldn't be that would be silly to do. But he has some time. That's the only thing he knows that's on his side right now for him to get that extension for three years, four years, whatever it is. Um, you know, he has time to to kind of turn it around. So he's not under the pressure that everybody thinks he is, and he knows it. So, um, but, you know, the organization, I'm sure, is new for Milwaukee. I'm sure it's new for the city of Milwaukee. But, you know, that's what comes with when you fire a, a coach midseason. And you have not but, many other options to hire somebody else. But, I mean, okay. So I understand that some of his quotes, obviously, the Internet had some fun with it, and, you know, that's what the Internet does. Mm -hmm. um, but – Doc throughout the course of his career, and this is where he should just know better. <laughs> the way you say things are going to be taken the way the media wants to, whether you yeah, like it or not. Out of context, and you, the context you they know, wanted to be put in. Yeah, and you know this by now. This is not nothing new. This is not your first rodeo. He made in the I understand the heat of the moment, but he should have known. That when he made the comments about Ben Ben Simmons, uh, basically saying when the, when he was asked, "Is Ben Simmons the point guard of the future?" Doc Rivers did what he say. I don't know. As opposed to saying, "Yes, we still believe in Ben Simmons." Do you understand? That's putting the blame on Ben Simmons, and that very well might be true. But what you did with that quote was put the blame on Ben Simmons, and maybe you didn't mean to do that, but you did it. You should know better. So when you're in the media talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, I told the front office not to not to hire me while y'all doing this until after the All Star break. What you think we're gonna say? <laughs> come on, bro. Hey, man. Nah, come Listen. on. He's at yo. He's at yo. <laughs> yeah, you know how this is, man. You know how it's true. But older gentlemen, older people, man. They don't. They they they're new to the social media. They're new to the nah, era. No, 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 no. Mind you, he's got they an Instagram don't care. Account. To change, they are who they are, and they're unapologetic about it. He don't give a damn. He's not bothered. He is who he is. He's been successful at it, time and time again. Maybe not in our eyes or the fans' eyes of success in terms of winning championships. He's won one. He's been continuing getting. Co he's been coaching for over twenty years, and he's been doing. He's coached some really good team. So he's getting another crack at it. So in his mind, he's been very successful at it. So why would he need to change it? He ain't bothered. I, I understand he's not. No, no, no. Matter you don't fact, need to change. That, no, matter, no, that, that, 
matter of fact, I'm calling Cap on that because he is bothered. I'm, he is bothered because he's had times before where he's going to the media and basically told them, why are y'all hating on me? Remember when he was in Philadelphia? He said, why don't y'all treat me like Greg Popovich? Because you're not Greg get, Popovich. He, he didn't get the same respect. Greg, Greg yeah. Popovich doesn't lose three to one leads. So like, <laughs> well, if you have five on. championships, if you have five championships to show for, then you get a little bit more leeway yeah. and respect. You got one, got, you got, got one, one chip dog with a great team. <laughs> yeah, so either way, stop it. He's been successful at what he's been doing. He has he's been. been. And he's he been should know fine. better. That's the thing. He is does not. I think he may say something, but realistically, at this point in his career, he's unbothered. He said he's got signed another three year extension. He's, but that's he's the thing, Danny. He's not unbothered, bro, because he, he doesn't act unbothered because he continues to bring up reasons why things haven't happened uh, for his teams, and is seemingly he's not well aware of knowing. I think you, if you point the finger, it's going to look like you're blaming other people, which is unbothered sure. behavior. But I think he only speaks well, on no, which, sorry, my bad. Which is bothered, bothered behavior. behavior. He only speaks on it when people ask him the questions about it. It's like, yes, for sure. He's not going to Twitter. He's not clapping back. He's not going on media outlets and doing interviews and talking about JJ or Pat, what Pat said or Austin said. Or this. He lets those things play out. When people ask him about it in his press conference, he'll then say something. But he's like, why are you even asking me? Like, why are you even bothering me with these questions? Would you bother Pop with those questions? You wouldn't. So why why do I get the short end of the stick? I should get the same respect you give these other coaches respect. Not even now, media and reporters they don't have any lines or boundaries. Don't care anymore. They'll ask Pop these questions now too. Obviously, Pop, yeah. Pop is getting annoyed with the questions. So as today's you know today's era, this is today's media. I've 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 ranted I've ranted enough. <laughs> I've ranted enough. Doc, Doc lives for another day, bro. You keep ranting. You, you're just like everybody else. Guys <laughs> got a lot of lives. Yeah, he's still, you know? yeah, yeah. Every media he's outlet, every podcast, up. some of his players. I said, I talked with Lou Will today. Either he's a guy you either love him or you hate him. There's no in between or gray area for Doc. And those that love them will speak to Cali. The other ones that hate him, they're going to rant like you. And then he's going to still do what he does. And he continues to live another still, day. He's still going to coach them games, still going to collect gonna them checks. Them. He's gonna be in Milwaukee yeah. tomorrow. He's still yeah. gonna be there. <laughs> hey, listen, I wish I, I'm not hating on them. I wish them the best of luck. Uh, I hope, I hope we see the best versions of themselves as the playoffs For get sure. closer. And if we don't, they're gonna be up out of there because the East yeah. does not look like it's playing around. I no, really hope not. Danny. But everybody's really rooting for Dame. Danny. People want to see Dame finish out his career the way he should. If he's gonna stay in Milwaukee. At least get one. Maybe not this year, but oh, hopefully man. they have one more year after this. If they don't have it this year, next year is their last year of making it happen with that group. I've 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 decided that I've decided that I'm not I've not Damon seems like a great person, but I personally I root for players that play defense. Mm. And I'm not saying he's not trying, he's just not a great defender. And I mm. I personally like great defenders. I want to reward people who play great defense. And mm. on top of scoring too. So, so who like the guys that? who, who do, that like the guys who do both, I want to see them win. Okay. So you're rooting for who now? Who are you rooting for right now? Well, I'm rooting. Titan. Well, well, then that then and then outside of that, I'm I'm also just Danny. I haven't been this excited about the Knicks. I don't think oh, in my Nick lifetime. Tiff, because even <laughs> even when they had Mellow and Amari, there was still the Miami big three. So I my optimism wasn't there. 
And then when the, the Ewing era, there was Michael Jordan. So my optimism, while I might have felt great about the team, I always knew here comes Jordan. Like, it's not going to make a difference. This is the first time I'm looking at a very competitive There's no big three, New no York Michael Knicks Jordan, team. okay. And there's no Jordan out there. There's no LeBron out there. Why the hell couldn't the Knicks be in the finals? That doesn't mean they're going to win, though. So be in the finals is your hey, championship. Hey, listen, that's all that I just want to dance. I just want to be invited to the dance. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm so take nobody home. they lose. Uh, they let lose. Me, let me get, let me the get It's a win for y'all. It's a championship. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So take a moral Started victories now. Big. I'm with that. Okay. Start something big in New York City, baby. I hear that. Uh, with that being said, I'm gonna get up out, we're going to get up out of here. Did you know, yeah. Danny, that I had this I had this Stanley Cup, right? Those and are popular now, right? I went out, yeah. I went on like a ski trip, and somebody's like, "Oh, you got a Stanley Cup? I can't believe you got one." I'm like, "Big time, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like what? I'm like, I've had this for a year. I don't understand. I still don't know what all the hype's about. I guess they've been selling out quick, man. I don't know why no. or what happened. I know that one of them were getting them all over the place. Supposedly, it's like a bunch of social media memes, TikToks, and all type of stuff. Uh, I guess the pink ones. I don't know, but yeah, they were they're a think, big deal, bro. Big deal. I think they, I think they said that. Uh, there was like a house fire or something like that in some place during that. The only thing that survived was the Stanley Cup. <laughs> only thing that survived was the Stanley Cup, and ever since then it's been booming. Well, you go. We got this for like twenty dollars at Target. Well, understand what's going on. A year ago, now I think the <laughs> yesterday's price ain't today's price. Kid. <laughs> ain't today's price going up. Yeah, I gotta, so. I gotta go to eBay and see how much I can move this thing for. I, I could get up off it. Right. Or with that being said, <laughs> read, rate, subscribe, review. Read, yes, rate, subscribe, review. You saying? Try saying try saying that five times fast. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Please uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, rate, and review. Uh, we'll be on a couple, a lot more during the week. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more inside the green room next week.